The reading is taken from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 2, starting to read at the first verse. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where's the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord. Now then, I'm going to need a few people to help me this morning. Are there any? Yeah, there's a few people. I've got. Okay, now listen. If you don't get chosen first off, and I'm talking mainly to you adults, if you don't get chosen first off, there's another occasion a little bit later on where I'm going to need some help. So don't worry. So keep a hand in the air if you would like to help. Uh, yes, please. It's Tobias, isn't it? Tobias, you can come. Anyone else? Yes, you, sir, at the back. You come up. And you, yes, you. And I need one other, uh, yes, yes, come on, Karis, you come up as well, lovely. Now then, are you, are you all good at looking for things? You're good at looking for things. Okay, all right, that's good. Um, okay, you, you stay there, Karis, that's fine. You're good at looking for things. I've got four boys, so I'm going to need some girls to help me later, that's fine. Are you going to come? If you just come up here, that's brilliant. Lovely. Now then, if you're good at looking for things, that's great. I want you to go and find four pieces, one each. Okay, one, two, three, four. You guys go. One piece of yellow card each and bring it back. Yellow card from around the church. If, you, if you're in the church, you can see a piece of yellow card. You might want to help them. Um, yeah, Joel can see one. Look, so he's pointing. Go and run. Come on, go on. Off you go. Off you go. Piece of yellow card each. One each. There's lovely. We've got. No, you hold on to it. You hold on to it. Lovely. 
Anyone else got one? Oh, somebody's waving over there. Anyone else? And, and David's waving at the back. Why don't you go, David, wave at the children that are coming past now so they can see you. Great, you found one. Oh, has he gone past? What have we got? What have we got so far? While they look for this last one, what have we got so far? Turn them around so everyone can see. Great, okay. So we've got, we've got 712. Perfect. It's looking good. Where's my fourth number? Come on. Yes, in you come. Good man. Lovely. Perfect. Good. So let's have a look at what we've got. What have we got? 7,120. Perfect. Is that right? Why have we got these numbers? Four numbers. Seven, one, two, and zero. Why have we got these numbers? Why? What is it? Um, It's the first day of 2017. It is, absolutely. Get in the right order then, quickly. Get in the right order. So the two at that end. This this end, come this way. Come this way with me. Perfect. Perfect. 2017. Perfect. Well done, guys. Good work. Good work. Right, put them down. You sit down. and, uh, And I will ask you girls to help in a minute. That's great. I want to ask you this. These guys were looking for those yellow pieces of card, but what are you looking for from this year? It's 2017. What are you looking for? What are the things that you're looking for for this year? Come on. Somebody give me something. What are you looking for? Anyone looking to get fit? No. Have we got a whole church? Nobody's looking to get fit. Come on. You're looking to get fit. Well done. Good, good. Sort of. Nobody's admitting it anyway. Put it that way. What what about anybody looking to have really great relationships? Really great relationships in their families, with their friends? Anyone looking for, for success at school? Maybe. Maybe. Success at work? Yeah. Yeah, this Christmas, we, we've been looking as, as a church, we've been looking at the theme of joy. I wonder if anyone is looking for joy this Christmas, or this, this, this 2017. I bet some are looking for success, whether it's at school or at work. And some are looking for peace, aren't they? Peace in a troubled world. We only have to look at what happened in Istanbul. Look at what go, what's going on in Aleppo. And we want peace. This is a really good thing to wish for. Well, I want to suggest today that the wise men that we heard about in the story have got something to teach us. They've got something to teach us because they were looking for something, or actually someone, and he was the way that they found peace and joy and good things. In that passage, we heard that there were wise men who came from the east. They weren't Jews. They weren't the people that knew all about the scriptures. They weren't people that would probably find themselves in a church like this. No, 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 no. They weren't religious people, but they were wise men who were expecting and waiting for something. 
And I don't know what you're expecting and waiting and longing for for this year. But these wise men were expecting and waiting and looking for something. And when they saw the star in the sky, they went. They went and they found eventually Jesus, who was born King of the Jews. But we can think about what we're looking for, but there's also a question which is, where do we look for it? Where do we look for it? Because you can find right and wrong places, can't you? When, when, when the guys were going around looking for their yellow sheets, their yellow pieces of cards, some of them would have looked in the wrong places. And we do that as well. We look sometimes in the wrong places for things. I don't know if you've ever played hide-and-seek, one of my favorite games. Um, and you just can't find someone. Have you ever been in that place? You've been looking and looking and you can't find them because they're hidden in that really secret place that they know about and they haven't told you about. And you're looking in the wrong places. We played a game this Christmas where we hid some matchsticks all the way around the house. They were tiny little matchsticks. And do you know what? You could be looking at exactly the place where this matchstick was and you still wouldn't see it. You still wouldn't see it. It's amazing what you do and don't see. And the trouble is that sometimes we look in the wrong places. And sometimes I think as uh, we, we think if we work harder, if we do others down, if we succeed whatever the cost, if we're joyful, as long as I'm joyful, doesn't matter about anyone else, then everything will be okay. We look for joy and peace and success and we think we'll find it by doing more by going to the right places, by doing the right things. But the wise men, well, they went to the wrong place. Did you see that in the story? They went to the wrong place before they went to the right place. They followed the star, and that indicated that a king had been born. So they went to the obvious place where a king was born, and the obvious place was in Jerusalem. That's where a king would be born. They looked in the wrong place. But there's also a right place to look. And when they got to Jerusalem and they, they spoke to Herod and Herod said, well, he's not here. They looked in the right place. And the right place was to go to the scriptures and to say, actually, where? Where does God say that this new king would be born? And they found out that he'd be born in Bethlehem. He'd be born in Bethlehem. So they went to look. So what are you looking for? Where are you looking for it? And thirdly, how are you going to get there? You see, we need to look in the right places for the right person. Now, I don't know about you, but I've received lots of really great gifts this Christmas. Anybody else happy with their Christmas lot? Yeah, great. Now, now, there was, take a look at that picture, just for a moment. Did your tree look anything like that? That's an awful lot of presents, isn't it? Now, the lady that has that Christmas tree has three children. And they were the presents that she bought for her three children. And do you know what? Sometimes there can be so many presents, so many gifts, that we miss 
the purpose of Christmas. And the question we've got to ask is, how do we get to the king? How do we get to the king? And it's not through receiving lots and lots of presents. There was a backlash on social media from receiving all these presents. Um, I don't know whether you saw, and you might have done it yourselves as a family, but, um, but there's, there is this idea that instead of all these presents, we just receive four presents over Christmas. Did anybody do this? Something to read, something that you need, something that you want, and something that you wear. I have to admit, we didn't do this, okay? So, so we didn't do this, but some families do this. They say, okay, what do you want? What do you, what do you wear? What do you need? And what, do you, what, what will you read? Four presents. And, uh, and it just helps kind of temper some of what's going on with Christmas. But I wonder what would happen if Jesus, or if we took the same view of this with Jesus. Because what would Jesus have read as he grew up? Well, I think Jesus would have read the the Old Testament scriptures as a start. And that's a great place for us to start. That's where the wise men went to, didn't they? They went to the scriptures to find out that Jesus was not going to be born in Jerusalem, but in Bethlehem. He's not going to be born in the place that everyone expected a king to be born, but in a stable. And when we read the Scriptures, we read that God loves us so much that he wants us for his own. He's given us his word so that we can read it and learn from it and see how much God loves us. It describes a way for us to live that pleases God. But what would Jesus need, secondly? What would he need? In one sense, nothing. Because he's the king of the universe. The one true God who doesn't need anything. But I think there are the wise men bring some things that Jesus would need, that he would want, and that he would wear. So I'm going to need someone to help me. Karis, can you help me with this one? I need you to look over this side of the church. You may need some help. And I want you to find a present. Okay, over this side of the church here. And um, it's a present that, that can be found in a stocking. So if anyone can see a stocking, why don't you help Karis find the stocking? Yeah, great. Off you go. Great. She might need some help because it's a little bit higher than her. Great. And then bring it back, Karis. Good stuff. Can you, can you get it out of the stocking? What do we think it is? You might need a bit of help because it's a bit tough to get it. Here we go. Good girl. Good girl. Pull it. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's the first thing the wise men bring. A big slab of, cho- no, of gold. And um, a, a big slab of gold. And Jesus didn't need anything, did he, really? 
But I guess as a baby from a relatively poor background, gold was a pretty good place to start. It may have financed his parents as they were refugees in Egypt. It may have given him a bit of a head start in life. It may have got lost somewhere along the way. Who knows what happened to it? But the bottom line is that the gift signifies that he was a king. Gold for royalty. The wise men told King Herod that they'd come to see the one born king of the Jews. And they recognized him as being royal by this gift. Now, what would, if that's what Jesus would need, what would, he, what would he want? Now, that's a difficult one. But I think he always wanted to hear his father's voice. Jesus was a little baby who would grow up to be a man and to be baptized just like Nathaniel was this morning. But when he was baptized, there was a voice from heaven that said, This is my son whom I love, and with him I'm pleased. And the Holy Spirit came on him. You see, Jesus, like you and I, needed the Spirit of God to anoint him, to mark him out, to empower and equip him for all he was to do. And that's why he needed this second gift. So I need somebody to help me find the second gift. Um, Okay, let's, yes. Come on then, you, I'd like you to find the second gift. All I need to do is to remember where I put it. Now then, um, I know, I know, I know. Do you know where it is? You, where's one? Oh, brilliant. There we are. Follow, follow the arrow and see if you can find out where it is. Where, where's Ollie pointing to? We need a second gift. This one isn't in a stocking. It's just a present. Oh, brilliant. There we are. If you... Get that and unwrap that one. That would be really helpful if you unwrap that one. What did Jesus need? He needed... Brilliant. Thank you so much. He needed frankincense. Frankincense, which was highly valued and rare. And it was... It was used in the temple, burned on the altar, and it gave off a really sweet-smelling incense. And the smoke rose as it was burned. And it made the link with God. It said, this is a precious, precious, holy, holy person. And that's why Jesus needed this, because he needed the Spirit of God to equip him and anoint him for everything that he was to do. And we need that too, don't we? We need God's Spirit to help us, to empower us, to give us life. So finally, what would Jesus wear? There's a question. Come on, what would Jesus wear? What do you think would Jesus wear? What would Jesus wear? Lots of coughing. Do you know what Jesus would wear as a little baby? A baby grow, maybe a baby grow, maybe maybe swaddling bands with a thing. Now, can you? Where might a third present be? Can you find a third present? Oh, under the tree! Look at that! Brilliant! Bring it here! Amazing! Thank you. Another stocking, great. And here we've got what Jesus would wear, because although, of course, he wore swaddling bands in that little crib, 
he was given a third gift, and it was something he would wear. And the gift was myrrh. And myrrh was a special spice, a special spice, an ointment used in burial. And Jesus would wear that, not when he was a little baby, but when he grew up and when he died on the cross. And he would have that special gift of myrrh placed on him, anointment for burial. It was placed on cloths to wrap bodies for burial, to help prevent the smell of decay following death. So this gift pointed forward to the fact that Jesus would die, but also that he would rise again to life. So something to read and need and want and wear. But there's a question for each of you as well. And this is is the question. This is the key question. What is the gift? What is the gift that you are going to give to God this year? What is the gift that you're going to give to God this year? And I want to suggest that the wise men actually gave four gifts. Not just gold and frankincense and myrrh, but they gave the gift of themselves as well when they came to worship King Jesus. And the best thing that we can do this year, whatever it is that we want, whatever it is that we're looking forward to, the best thing that we can do is to say, Jesus, I'm here for you. I want to worship you. And if we start there, all those other things that we looked at, those things that we want from this year, do you know what? Those things, those things will be the things that actually may or may not come. But what matters is if we are loving and worshipping King Jesus And if we give him that gift that he asks of us, which is the gift of our hearts. So let's let's pray, shall we? As we remember these gifts, the, the hide and seek, what is it that we're looking for? And these gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh, gifts that are for a king. Because we come this morning to say, Jesus, you're the king and we want to follow you. So Lord Jesus, we thank you that even though you were born as a baby in a stable, you are the king. And we worship you this morning. And we say that of all the things that we're looking for in 2017, first and foremost, we look for you. And we ask that our hearts would be open to you, that we would receive from you, that your word and your spirit would dwell in us and that we would praise and adore you, that our lives would be in step with you, that we would love you today and forever. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.